Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. October 29th, 2023, right now today, I can see myself, visualize myself dragging my tired, sweaty body over the finish line. That is, as of today, five months away and around 146 days from now. So why am I giving you these kind of real specific details? Well, friends, it's really because I'm on a journey. And my journey is to run and finish the Marine Corps Marathon for 2023. And the reason I say I visualize myself dragging my tired, exhausted, sweaty, knees aching, feet hurting body over the finish line is that I have to have something to put my mind on, to kind of focus on when I'm out training. And the reason why I shared five months, 146 days from now is that's a long time away. That's a long, long goal. It's, it's far away. So what does this have to do with leadership? I've been thinking a lot as I go out and train that there are days, well, there's every single day, I literally just want to give up. I don't want to go out and run. And sometimes I don't. That's that's what's real. I get out there and I'm running along the way and, you know, a little twinge anywhere on my body signals to my brain, oh, it must be time to stop. <laughs> the reality is, is that any of us who are doing anything in our leadership roles, in our family roles, in our formal or informal leadership roles, there are times we want to just give up. You know, it's too hard. It's too difficult. I mean, sometimes I think about people in politics, like, you know, aside from all of the kind of nonsense that can go on, just imagine trying to get consensus with people that don't see things your way. I, I could imagine that people just want to give up or maybe think about a really super difficult project that you have in your work environment. And it just seems like you can never get to the end of it. It will never be finished. And I want to share my experience preparing training for the marathon, for the Marine Corps marathon. It's a lot like life. And so one of the things that I keep having to remind myself, like right now, today, it's about midway through the day and I really need to go out and do my run. And what I find is that I have every single reason why I shouldn't. Every single excuse why, like for example, I decided to record a podcast rather than go out and run. Um, I'll check email before I go and run. I'll do all these other things that are kind of distractors, even though I am running the Marine Corps Marathon by choice. I wanted to have something that would kind of stretch me this year, something that, you know, I can look forward to doing. And yet with all of that, I still have these barriers. I still have excuses, some might say, 
you know, great rationalizations. But this is a lot to do with leadership. Let me give you an example. In a lot of our work with leaders all across the country and a few around the world, what I find is a resistance to change, a resistance to being willing to do that difficult work. And often that difficult work starts with us. I always say leadership is an inside job. It is not about how many leadership books you've written, you've written or uh, have read. It's not about you know the grand title you may have or the six-figure salary or five-figure salary, whatever. It's not about any of those things. It is about our internal character, our inner ability to, you know, sometimes breathe through difficult experiences. It's to set a vision, of course. It's to guide, nurture, inspire people to take on that vision as their own so that it lives in them. But leadership is mostly about what's going on internally. What's that internal conversation? Am I good enough to be here? I remember when I went to Harvard University, I was talking to so many of my classmates and they all would say, I I don't know how I got here. I feel like someone's going to find out that I shouldn't be here. Now, that may not be one of the things that you experience, but the reality is, is that leadership is an internal experience. And the reason why I equate it to training for a marathon, a lot of aspects and parts of our leadership journey are very ambiguous. It is hard to see the the end, you know, what's the end going to be. Sometimes it's really painful. We have to maybe terminate someone. There's a lot of layoffs happening right now. You know, you may have people that you really love, respect, and admire, but you have to, you know, you have to let them go. But ultimately, our internal conversation, our internal goal setting also becomes really important. So these days that I despise having to go and run, and I enjoy running, (laughs) so this is just a total contradiction, I know. But the days that I really just don't want to go and run, and I, I, I have kind of this little mantra that I say to myself, is it's around commitment. Commitment is so difficult for me to commit to, you know, doing the things that I say I'm going to do. Now, I I am a type A personality. I get a lot of things done, but there are aspects of my life where I just am not committed um, and committed and consistency. Actually, it's really consistency. Consistency is more my challenge than my commitment. But there's, there's various aspects of my life where I really want to be able to be consistent and I struggle. I really struggle with it. And so with my training, marathon training, I really struggle. Like straight no chaser, I really struggle. And when I finally do get myself, you know, to get out there and get on the road, <laughs> there was one day I was running and I literally felt that my body was doing one thing and my mind was doing something completely different and my breathing was doing yet something else. Completely disconnected. But I had to continue to have a mantra of be consistent. Commit yourself to this process. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. And as I, you know, got my breathing kind of under control and was able to be able to, to, to do the run that I wanted... It just reoccurred to me that running a marathon is like being a leader. And a real important aspect of it 
is that we've, we've got to work to be consistent at the things that we say are important to us as leaders. In spite of, you know, sometimes the ambiguity, the chaos, whatever, if we say that self-care is important to us, we've really got to be consistent at carrying that out. I heard someone say recently that consistency plus commitment equals confidence. So quite literally one day I was struggling running and I kept thinking about consistency plus commitment equals confidence. And I realized that again, as I was running, I was happy that I'd been consistent. I'd managed to run, you know, my four or five days, whatever my particular schedule was, that that commitment really gave me confidence to continue to do, to to achieve this goal. The other thing that I realized is that goal setting is one, it's it's so critical. It is so critical. Uh, There's some research done that says that, you know, when you have a team that's having a lot of dysfunction, a team that is really struggling, a lot of people say, oh, it's the relationships or it's communication or it's an aspect of it. But the majority of team conflict comes from not having clear goals. So the lack of clear goals is actually what contributes to a lot of conflict. When you think about it, if if you have five or 10 members of your team and they have no idea basically why they're there and what their direction is, it gives more, it, it gives rise to inconsistent communication or no communication. It gives rise to um, people doing overlapping work and then getting frustrated and angry about that. It gives rise to, uh, you know, backbiting and all those kinds of things that can happen. And so as I've been running, like, you know, if I say, okay, I'm going to run three miles, you know, in a particular day and, you know, I'm feeling beat down at two, um, I start setting micro goals Essentially, I look for a marker. It could be a mailbox, a light pole, a a small building, something that's not moving. And I say, okay, Jenny, you just have to get to that. You know, let's just do it. Let's get to that, that goal, that marker. And then, you know, it's like, I literally feel my brain is like, okay, cool. Like I can do that. (laughs) <laughs> and then, you know, I start running towards it and I get to that marker and sometimes I clap for myself. And then I, you know, my legs are still going, my feet are still moving, my breath is still working. And then I look to the next goal and I'm like, okay, Jenny, let's do that next goal. And I run to that one. And collectively, micro goal by micro goal by micro goal, I finally get to the end goal. And for me in this marathon training, the end goal is running 26.2 miles at the Marine Corps Marathon. But to do that, 146 days from this moment, it will require require me to set multiple micro goals. It's the same thing with leadership. If there's something about the quality of your leadership that you want to adjust, maybe how you communicate. If you're an introvert, you might not be someone who communicates, you know, everything to your team. If you lack trust as a leader, You know, there may be some areas and opportunities for you to reflect and go, you know what, I really need to kind of buckle down and and start working on developing stronger trust with my team or being someone who is trustworthy as a leader. But whatever it is, I want to encourage you that my lessons from training for the marathon, and listen, I am not by any stretch saying that I'm perfect. I, I am not. I, I, I struggle every day, but it's the reminder because in leadership, we struggle all the time with all kinds of things. 
uh, a majority of those things have to do with us and uh, ourselves, you know, our own personal journey. But I, I want to just encourage you that and remind you that micro goals towards a bigger goal is inspirational. It helps both yourself as a, as a leader, but also your team members. It helps, it helps perpetuate a sense of accomplishment, right? If all, if all I had was 146 days from now, it'll be October 29th and I'll be crossing that finish. If that was the only thing I had, I will tell you, I would probably just give up because it's too far away. And I have run the Marine Corps Marathon once in the past, um, a number of years ago. And so I have an idea of what that experience will be like. But what I know now, I'm older, I'm, I weigh more, um, I'm, I have more responsibilities even now, that these micro goals are really important and also opportunities to test myself. So one of the things that I'm going to start looking for are the opportunity to run you know, 5Ks, in, in my local area because it's my micro goals to, you know, an opportunity to kind of see myself, you know, oh, crossing a finish line and getting the endorphins, you know, getting the dopamine from that, getting that hit. And then I set my next set of goals, my next set of micro goals, and then maybe I have another race. But the reality is if you've never run a marathon, I'm, I'm hoping this, you can kind of internalize this. It's small goals towards a, maybe a larger milestone which that milestone is on its way to a really huge, audacious goal. But that is really critical when you're leading teams is help every team member or, you know, here's our goal. Here's our big goal. Here's the big thing we're going to achieve, whether you're on a sales team, whether you're on a marketing team, whether you're a product team, doesn't matter that you can't have something, and I think this is even more so today with kind of all of the stressors that everybody is carrying in a work environment, is that to just have this huge goal that's so far away and we can't have these like micro goals that have celebration attached to them. For me, my celebration when I hit one of my micro goals, I clap for myself. Anybody who sees me running when I hit a micro goal, I'll clap. I'll clap a couple of times. Sometimes it scares people because they're like, oh, what is she doing? But that's my way of celebrating that I did it, that I accomplished it. In our teams, in our leadership, it's the same need is that we have to set these micro goals so that people know where where are we? Where are we on this, on this journey? So I know that... Um, that things are, you know, things are challenging these days. Like there's a lot of ambiguity in our environments between the, the economy, between, you know, people having to come back to work or, you know, that struggle of trying to get people back, back from remote work, or maybe there's hybrid situations. All of it means that as leaders, we have to really sit down and look at what are my own personal micro goals towards a bigger goal? Where do I need to apply more consistency and more commitment? So it will build my confidence that I have the skills or the aptitude or the character necessary in order to achieve what I've set out to do. And then we also have to invite our team members to do the same thing. So I hope this uh, you found this helpful. Again, consistency, commitment equals confidence. Think about that. Really think about it. Consistency commitment and confidence helps us all achieve the goals that we have. 
um, the little micro goals as well as the large goals. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you share it with a friend. Um, and if you would have some ideas of things that you'd like to hear me talk about, uh, I, I'd love to hear from you. So make sure you drop uh, a note to us uh, at prosupport at leaderstransform.com. Thanks a bunch for listening. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone the next week episode of The Room.